<laughs> Rob Brown and former Edmonton Oilers Brian Benning. Brian, good to see you. Thanks for having me. I can't believe you actually knew Justin Timberlake's song. That's pretty good. That's the only one I know. Well, it's not. It's it's an okay <laughs> one I only, by him. I just know because I heard people saying it earlier today. No, so I've seen him in concert. If you ever have a chance to see a concert, see Justin Timberlake in concert. He's incredible. Well, Absolutely incredible. He wows people as as you two did uh, briefly as teammates in Kamloops in the WHL. What was it? Just a little while you guys played together? About half a year. He got. He, you were injured, and then you came back from injury, correct? That's right. Yeah, that was a long time. That would be <laughs> 35, 36 years ago or something like that. Don't remind me. I don't remember. <laughs> a long time ago. But uh, so you guys were both defensemen. at Because, Rob, you, at that you, time you I was were still a defenseman, defenseman yes. at that time. Well, I was, I was a back-checking defenseman. He wasn't a defenseman. Rob, Brownie was probably four-fence. He just lined up on defense but played forward. <laughs> so you had to stay back and cover for him. I was probably... Oh, the, he was beside me up there. I Who was, was he probably the defensive defenseman out of the two of us. And that would have been the only time in his career that he would have been a defensive defenseman. <laughs> <laughs> what was, uh, Brian, uh, you know, your experience has played in, in the WHL uh, in, in Kamloops. It, it just, you know, what do you remember about being part of that community at the time? And obviously, you know, you didn't know what was going to happen, how many games you're going to play in the NHL when you're, when, you're, when you're going through that part of your life. Yeah, you were young, you were energized and energetic and just wanted to get to the next level. And that's what the Western Hockey League was uh, getting you to that next level. It, it's amazing. I don't know if you know as much about his family as I do, how uh, much, how, how hockey orientated, how, how much hockey has run through their family. He's got his grand or his father, Elmer, is that correct? Yeah. He was a Montreal Canadian scout for how many years? Well, still is, but still 42 is. years. 42 years. Yeah. Put over a million Kilometer. kilometers on a car. Uh, Matt, his son, Matty Benning, tells a great story about that. Yeah. He's got a brother who's the GM of the Vancouver Canucks, played in the NHL. His another brother went to Harvard. Harvard, was a very yeah. good hockey player there. Yeah. And then I've coached or, uh, at my academy. I've had all three of his kids through my academy. Matty here in, in, for the Oilers. Um, Abby with U of A. And then little Benji's playing for Sherwood Park right now. And of all, all his kids, Abby's by far the best skater. Not even close. She used to figure skate, so that's what got her that uh, unbelievable stride. And she's really? third year at Pandas now? Uh, she's in her fourth, fourth year. Fourth year, but she won the national title, I want to say, what, two years ago now? Or is that uh, three already? Uh, it'd be three years ago three now. Three years yeah. ago now, okay. Uh, well, it's great to see you, Brian. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, obviously, you know, we've, we've, we've talked before, and uh, it was great. I had you and uh, Abby and Matt in studio one day leading up to, to Father's Day, so that was pretty fun. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, for Matt, he uh, had a bit of a tough start to the season. He had to sit out a game, and he, uh, he didn't call it a concussion, but obviously he took a little bit of the knock to the head. Um, do, you, do you talk to him as much as you did when he was younger about some of the ups and downs of his, of his hockey career, or do you find you're, you're backing off a little bit as he's gotten older? Well, I think we always, uh, we, as we've grown up with kids, we've kind of given them a self-evaluation, and they evaluate their games, and I just chip in, right? So it's always got to be positive. you got to sandwich it in the middle on the correction and end with a positive. So, you know, we try to keep the feet moving, make good plays, headman that puck, and, you know, you always want a mulligan sometimes, and, uh, you know, you try to say, well, what did you see, and uh, what would you do different? So that's part of the decision-making process that's out there. Um, you know, we try not to, uh, you know, get too high or get too low. Well, and I don't know if it's with Maddie. I am assuming it's a lot alike. When, when I played my father, I probably used my father more as a sounding board 
when I became a pro than I did in junior because in junior I knew everything. As most teenage kids do, they know everything. They don't need any help. But once I made it pro, I, that's when I started leaning on my father more because it was a safe. Because yeah. he, going to a coach or going to a GM or going to a scout, you were always afraid that if you would say something that might get back to them. But going to your father, you always felt safe asking a question or, or telling when you're nervous or telling when you've got a problem. Yeah. Are you finding that with Maddie? Absolutely. And it's feedback. And... You know, the good part about our family, too, is Matt will call on Abby and say, well, Abby, what did you see? And Michael, the third one, you know, has a lot of confidence as a 16-year-old. <laughs> he chips in his two cents without you having to ask for it. So, uh, and, you know, he, he's probably a little bit hard on Matt at times uh, of situations, but he's the third kid. Well, how do you find it being in, you know, Edmonton is a huge hockey city. And media and fans are very honest and very front about their thoughts on any player. Yeah. How do you handle it as a parent? It's one thing to be a fan in this city, but to be a parent of a kid on the team, because not everything that is written about any player on the team is positive. Is it tough? I think it's tough. I think the, the aspect of it is it's, the fans are passionate and, and they want to win. Uh, but everybody wants to win. Mm -hmm. Every player in that room wants to win. And uh, I don't know one player at that level who doesn't. So it's just finding out how. As a parent, um, you know, we, we, we try to take it with a grain of salt. And it's always easier to be negative than it is positive. Um, but, you, you know, that's part of the game. And uh, I think Matt gets it and uh, he understands it. And, uh, you know, Matt's probably hardest on himself than compared to anybody else. So... Uh, you know, he just got to continue to work hard, know what he's good at, continue to do that. Uh, and, and we use term and verbiage of play good defensively, move pucks up, jump into the play and support pucks. Uh, I want to ask you about the Oilers season because they've, they've started pretty well here. And obviously the a poor start last year really hindered them out of the gate. But in terms of what you've seen happen to the NHL in, in recent seasons, whether you want to talk about uh, skill sets defensemen need to have moving the puck up ice obviously you know the, the red line's been out for a while now but I, I still feel like we're still seeing the ongoing impact of that I mean what, what do you see about uh, the role of a defenseman in the game and maybe how skill sets have shifted over the years well I, I, the last two years the game's gotten substantially faster you know and um, I think it's it's exciting uh, the grab the clutch the hold the interference all that other stuff uh, you know it's kind of but the big defenseman is is moving away. It's more to the smaller defenseman. You have to skate, and even now I'm noticing that 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 you know that defenseman used to skate backwards and pivot and go get the puck, and now the other defenseman skating the, his defense partner skating forwards, matching speed already, so that if they do advance the puck, he doesn't even have to pivot anymore. So part of that is 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 really changed, and then you've got to line up. In my mind, uh, you know, I was a left defenseman. I played on the left side. I couldn't play the right side. In my era, I knew of two defensemen that were really good on their offsides, and one was Steve Duchesne, and the other one was Mark Howe. And, but other than that, you know, it was, I really liked as a left defenseman having a right-handed centerman because he's on his forehand. I'm giving it to him, him going. Um, you know, and that really plays into, you know, to Matt's uh, strength of moving that puck up. He's got, you know, McDavid and Dreisaitl and Nuge and, you know, it's more left-handed centers than right. So it's important to get that puck to those guys and then support. 
In terms of the Oilers getting out 6-3-1 and one here, obviously a good win in Nashville. They toughed it out and won an overtime against the Blackhawks. What do you think the biggest difference is so far from this year to last? Well, I think they're uh, they're not as tight. They don't look as tight. They look a little freewheeling and loose. And uh, you know, whether it was one nothing, uh, one one, uh, one nothing in Chicago, working through it, you know, or they're behind in Winnipeg, uh, you know, they they've got speed, and I don't know that too many teams can skate with that. So, uh, when you're moving pucks, when you're advancing pucks, you know, you're in a position to uh, that speed really hurts and kills. So uh, I think that they're. They're, they're a little bit looser, and they're going for it. Brian, we're putting you in a very special position tonight. Oh, I feel honored. <laughs> we, have a, we have a first goal of the game contest, and every once in a while we have a celebrity recommendor. Now, you can't win the prize. That's only for Chad listeners. Okay. But you can make a recommendation. Are you, are you keeping it in the family? Well. <laughs> just, just so you know, I can text your son right now if you don't pick him. <laughs> That'll fire him up. Well, I'm not picking him, but uh, I'm going to just to kind of stir the pot a little bit. Um, I'm going to go Ryan Strom. I'm writing that down, Brian, and you know you're hearing from me, right or wrong. <laughs> Brian Benning is uh, recommending Ryan Strom in our first goal of the game contest. Who do you think will score first for Edmonton? Let Kellen know right now, 780-496-0063. We're looking to give you a $50 gift certificate.